Yellow. Well, Strike Me Dead on the 4th of July. It's the Greater Mythos Podcast, a very unorganized podcast where we talk about gaming, movies, everything in between. I'm Josh. You're Josh. You look confused. Why on the 4th of July? Why not on the 4th of July? It's a patriotic holiday, and why not, uh, I don't know, why not? (laughs) (laughs) We'll go with it. I'd say we go with it. Some announcements, news, before we get into the meat of the podcast. I don't even know what the meat's going to be, but I'm ready for whatever's about to happen. (laughs) So next week, we are planning, uh, TM, trademark, we are planning on doing a Mass Effect-oriented episode, and no... Mm. This was actually the other Josh's idea, even though I am the fan of the series. What a so, disclaimer. Um, but I am, of course, excited. I did not uh, I did not decline the offer. So because Legendary Edition is coming out, we're going to do a couple segments, uh, questions for me, questions for Josh. We're going to go over some changes from the original trilogy to this new remaster trilogy and uh, some thoughts on why I think people should try it who haven't. You're just gleaming right now. You're gleaming, you're gleaming right now talking about something that hasn't happened yet. That's because in 28 days, my favorite game is coming back out. This time again, in HD. It's coming yeah. again. <laughs> I'm going to spend even more. I already bought it, but <laughs> that's all right. I've you're, already you're... spent more money on it. So that was the news. I don't think we have any more. That was, you know, if that wasn't, I think that's the only amount of news that I can handle personally, but. I mean, I don't think we're going to beat that, but I say we just try and just conversate. You know, we have a good conversation and maybe I have some things that are going to interest you and maybe you have some things that will interest me. And if not, then we'll call it quits now and we'll reconvene on the 4th of July. I did hear something and I want to hear your thoughts on it. I'm ready. So I'm not even going to state my opinion. I'm just going to state the news and I want to hear Whoa. what you say. <laughs> Whoa. So have you heard of the game? First of all, this isn't the real question, but have you heard of the game Path of Exile? Yes. Okay, so it's like a dungeon crawling top-down perspective game. I think it's on everything. Well, mm-hmm. anyway, so Path of Exile just released their latest expansion, and there was some controversy involved because mm-hmm. they had server issues with the launch, which happens every time as far as I remember. But mm-hmm. it was so bad, there were like twenty to 30,000 queues of people to log into the game. Like, you had to wait in line to log in. and uh, But... And the controversy comes from the fact that live streamers, people on Twitch and YouTube and Facebook gaming, whatever, they were able to skip the line and got straight in. Okay. And so the controversy is you've got the streamers saying, well, of course they're going to do that because we promote the game for free. And they right. And then they got the other side, the, the regular fans, like, well, that's privilege. They shouldn't get the extra privilege. Everyone should have to wait in the same line. So that's the controversy. What is your thought? That sounds like politics if this was what politics was i'd be more interested in politics wow interesting now if if i heard you correctly so what you're saying is long story short people with some notable platforms in mm-hmm. the gaming community are receiving early access to a product uh and common you know the common folk are not yes okay that doesn't sound surprising to me because correct me if I'm wrong, that's already been happening with games forever as mm-hmm. far as like reviewers getting the early copy to do their reviews and, you know, to do their, you know, for lack of better words, before you buys and things like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, is there something different about this specific situation? Did I miss something? Well, since everyone still has access to the game, but they're all stuck trying to log in, 
and there is like it's like a line outside of a store. It would basically gotcha. be like the streamer shows up to the GameStop for the midnight release of the game and just skips the line and gets the first copy. Um, and then a bunch of people end up not being able to play that day. Um, so before I state any of my opinions, this is a perspective I saw f- from another content creator who said that the main reason why people are actually upset is because you have to see it from their shoes. You know, they, this is their favorite game. Maybe they took off work to play the new release and they finally get here to play it. They've got their Mountain Dew. They've got their Cheetos. And then, wow. Goodness. And, and they're stuck in a queue and they can't get in. And then they turn onto the stream to see if the streamers are having the same issue. And they're all playing the game just fine. Almost like they have their own private server of just streamers to play with. Um, and I think it makes logical sense why they would do that. Uh, streamers are basically a free commercial permanently right. for right. the company. Um, and I, an idea I had that I didn't see anyone speak of was that for some, I mean, everyone's stuck in a queue. At least you can watch someone playing the game while you're sitting there looking at a queue. Then, sure. right. And the streamers are generally entertaining. And you have your Cheez-Its and your Doritos or whatever you say. So you're, you're snacking. <laughs> Some type of cheesy snack is, is correct, required. Correct, For the elitist gamers. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that was just a big controversy that recently happened. And so as a result, they undid that. They took away the streamer priority queue. And then everybody was stuck together. Was there any consequence for that? Like, did servers crash because more people were able to get in or did nothing happen? It, it's just, there were just, no one was streaming it. Everyone was, all the streamers were having to sit in queue. Um, but, I mean, it didn't change anything in the end, but it just made the, some of the the normal people, the non-streamers, feel vindicated, I suppose. Did you share your thoughts on that? Did I miss it, or were you not going to? I was just saying that it makes sense why the company did it. Uh, okay, I would agree with you. But also, I don't want to get in trouble, so maybe it's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, personally, I think just streamer queue just to get streamers through. I mean, they get enough privileges as it is. I don't know. I I guess it's just when it's so clear that you're doing it, when every streamer is able to play and nobody else is able to play, it's pretty clear that there's some kind of priority there. And it's, you know, it's going to cause people are going to be mad, right? Regardless of how you do it. Forgive me. Did you say that did, did people get early access codes or is it just like, no, the game was out. It's oh. Path of Exile's free, right? It's a free-to-play right. game. Oh, so oh. Th- the game, the expansion was out. Everyone could play it. The problem is it's an online multiplayer game. So you right. have to log in to play. And everybody was trying to log in at once, and the servers c- basically create a line, like outside the store right. in a GameStop. Yep. And yep, 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 yep. they log in one person at a time, it goes pretty quick. But when there's 30,000 people in line, it can take a couple hours. Mm-hmm. And as a result, and when the streamers are able to skip the line and go in, just so they could promote the new expansion, the new release. I mean, financially, mm-hmm. it makes the most sense. They, they make a ton of money off streamers, so get them in as early as possible. It's just, you're going to make customers mad. And I think every company knows this by now. Are you mad? No, because I don't really play the game. Then we <laughs> it's can just, move on. <laughs> it's just something notable, I thought. I, no, other, absolutely. I, I know all, all our uh, multiplayer-only games have done this in the past before. So, Interesting. Well, allow me to shift from a massive multiplayer game to a specifically uh, first-person um, linear storytelling experience. Do okay. you know where I'm going? Do you know where I'm going? There are a lot of games like that. I know. Do you want to take a wild guess? 
Uh, you were talking about playing Phoenix Rising. Is that a shooter? Nope. Allow me to take over because that was the complete opposite direction. <laughs> um, so there is, there's rumors, there's rumblings, there are whispers in the night out there that Bioshock, what? Bioshock 4. Have you heard about this? Do you know where I'm going? I assume there was going to be one, but I haven't heard okay, this. Okay, 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 okay. Bioshock 4, uh, there, there are supposed job listings that have been found that would appear to confirm that there will be an uh, open world approach to Bioshock 4. You know, they found like some side quests type of codes or whatever you want to call them uh, in general. That's from PC Gamer, the website, whatever. Um, so there's that. Um, you've played the Bioshock games, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Okay, all of them? Yes. What a coincidence. So have I. I thought they were super great. I beat all of them. Made me feel good about myself. Bioshock Infinite was the last one, I believe. Super great. To my knowledge, they were relatively open. Well, it's not that they were open world games, but they were bigger areas to explore, mm-hmm. right? For for all of them. Yeah, they weren't just like railroad hallways. Like you would have to backtrack in levels and, and you could explore the levels. But there were levels. It wasn't just one right. persistent world. Yeah. Interesting. Any any thoughts about a, a a theoretical open world Bioshock experience of some kind? So, like with any game, when you move to open world, you have an incredible amount of potential, right? Some of the best games ever made have been open world, but also some of the worst games ever made. And tremendous opportunity to F it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it could go either way. I, they're, I mean, the Bioshock games are amazing, so yes. I, I couldn't imagine them messing this up, but... That isn't the first time studios have made trilogies and then screwed up looking at you, Bioware. No way, um, no way. <laughs> um, so it, it, it can happen. Um, but, I mean, I guess it's just my philosophy on games as a whole these days is that with AAA titles, I don't trust the companies anymore. Like, I, I can't hmm. have faith that it's going to be good anymore. Which we're, is, all three, we're all three uh, made by the same developer? I forget. I think so. I can look that up. Yeah, bring that up. Uh, if anything, maybe Infinite was made by a different one, but um, I, I think the first two were were the same. So it was made, well, it was published by EA, but it was developed by. Oh, no! Oh, wait, that's that was wrong. Uh oh, Bioshock. There you go. Developer. I, Did you I, put like Tupperware or something? It says it was two K. Yeah. That so b- rings a bell. <laughs> uh, yeah. So apparently, two K made the whole thing. I mean, there's been other studios involved, but two K's right. been the main developer. So, I mean, it clearly. I mean, two K isn't known besides this series for making good games. They usually make cheap, mass-produced sports games. But well, yeah, I was gonna say, what else have they done? Silly question. I just I don't retain all of the that kind of information. Do they do all like the sports, like the 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 MLBs and the HIJKs and stuff, or what? It's usually basketball. Uh, they make WWE oh, now. Yeah, yeah, basketball. That's what I'm remembering. That's all I'm thinking of. They make the golf games, which I mean, I played the latest one, and it was golf. It didn't seem no bad. way. Golf was golf. <laughs> it was actually it actually was got popular because streamers were playing it out of nowhere. It was fun. It worked. Did you buy a golf game? Uh, I got it for thirty dollars, but I did. Because all okay. my friends were playing it, and you could play custom-made courses, and they can were always you, like, can you, 
can you 1v1 in golf? <laughs> you can. Very but no, good. The custom courses were the best part because people would make like these super ridiculous looking courses where you had to like bounce a golf ball off a ship and then like go down a massive hill and then, you know, it's just crazy stuff. Not real golf. That was the so, most fun part. Interesting going from golf and basketball to and on an underwater utopia full of like drugged out nightmares. <laughs> they also were uh in conjunction with making Borderlands. So Yeah, yeah. I was I was thinking about that when I originally asked the question, what else have they done? So so they did do the Borderlands then, 2K, right? Uh I know they published it. I don't know how much okay. in the development side they were on, but they were definitely sure. involved. And the first one was great. Borderlands? Oh. I liked Borderlands one and two. Uh, I've played all three, beaten all three. I've even beaten the pre-sequel, which was oh. eh. Pre-sequel is eh. Okay. Uh, one and two were great. Three was meh. Left a lot to be desired, huh? Yeah. It's like one and two were kind of known for their kind of like cheesy humor, but it was still kind of funny at times. Three was like they were pushing the, they were pushing the dad jokes. Right. <laughs> it, was, it was interesting. Too, it wasn't as funny. I've heard I've heard mixed reviews on three, um, but before before we close the book on on uh, what's it called Bioshock, the book on Bioshock has too many B's. Um, what are your thoughts? I mean, if you in in thirty seconds or less, if you think of another Bioshock project, what kind of vibe would you imagine they're going to kind of go after? Are you going back to? Um, hang on, don't tell me. Hang on, hang on. Son of a gun. I'm going to tell what you. It, what's the letter? What does it start with? R. Rapture. Oh, yes. oh my gamer card is secure. Um, <laughs> are, are we going back to Rapture in some way, shape, or form? Are we going back to Cloud City? Are they going to do something completely different? If you were a betting man, what, what would you think? I am assuming something different. Although, underwater open world game, that'd be the first of its kind. That sounds amazing. Well, I guess technically... I guess that one game, which I, Subnautica is open. Subnautica, world. yeah. But I think like going through underwater bases, and I think that would be so cool. There's a lot of there's a lot of potential with Rapture still. I would I would argue. Yeah, I I mean I fine. Either way, I'm happy with it. I just don't mm. want it to be open world for the sake of being open world. You know what I'm talking about? Where it's just well, yeah, like, and, and yeah, and that's kind of why I mentioned where I, th I feel like the first three games, again, they weren't necessarily or technically open world, but they still had the open environments. And so if they just more or less capitalize on what they already had been doing, I could, I could, you know, could be fine. I mean, if they ghost recon wildlands it, then that would be a, uh, <laughs> a strange approach, but you know, we will see. We will see. So on that note, um, I love notes. I uh, they published the top ten best selling games of March oh. of this past March. So, what do you think? Guess without without any hints. <laughs> okay. what, the, what the number one is? The number one selling game of March of this year. Yes. Hang on, let me meditate on this for a second. Because maybe it's what you think, but it's also maybe not what you think. Okay. Um, is it cross platform? Yes. Um, was it a re-released game or a remake? No. A new title? Yes. Not in March, but as in the, like, still newer. Right. Um, can I have three guesses? Yes. This first one, this, thank you. This first one might be, might be silly, but Outriders. That was number three. Holy cow. Top three. Big deal. 
Um, hang on. Gosh, let me think. So it wasn't even necessarily a game that came out in March. No. Okay, it definitely well, did not crap. come out in March. Came out this year though. Last year. Oh, 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 gosh. Um pretty sure it was last year. Yeah, I'm pretty I, sure. I, I, I cash in my two other guesses, you just tell me. Cold War is the best selling game of March. I don't know why, but it was. What do you make of that? Uh, did they as release you, something? As you, as you saw me just stare blankly at you for about five seconds, what do you make of that? I have no idea because Outriders came out right. and Monster Hunter Rise came out. Yeah, That's like the two big... You've got the RPG fans playing Monster Hunter Rise. You've got the Destiny people, the looter shooters playing Outriders. The, the grinders, if you will. <laughs> right. And then... I guess everybody else bought Cold War. I don't know. That's that's bizarre, man. I, uh, huh. And it's retail and digital, but it doesn't count microtransactions. So just buying the game, they just were just buying one. the unit. That's they beat out two brand new games in March, which is impressive. So well, I'll just you know, go ahead. Well, I was just go gonna I was just gonna go ahead and list out the rest of it. Well, yeah, really quick, really quick, really quick. So I was, I was just going to say, let me interrupt you yet again. Just listen. Let me say something. Just, let me, just listen, listen. I, I guess you could say that, well, it's not shocking because it's Call of Duty, mm-hmm. you know, the brand. But I guess why I'm surprised is that unless if I have, unless if I missed a, a memo somewhere, as we've previously discussed, this specific duty has not been the not only the the quote unquote best that's subjective, but also hasn't been the best received. Mm-hmm. And so I, not that I would, I don't know, I guess I'm, yeah, I guess I'm just surprised to hear that it's still selling like hotcakes. Apparently. I know they recently released a new zombies map, but that was a couple months ago. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I well, don't and know. They're still doing their, their new, you know, the battle pass thing and all that, all that yeah. stuff. And, and they've got and, the new, war zone and everything attached yeah, and, to it so. yeah and, and before you say the rest of the list i will say and i'm not sure if i mentioned this last week uh i needed to make some space on my hard drive <laughs> for my xbox did i tell you about this mm-hmm. did i you did i don't know if you did it on podcast but you surely oh, told me. well long story short i i was like okay i'm getting rid of one of the two call of duties it was modern warfare via uh, a la 19 or cold war and in my head, I'm like, well, for me, as we've dis- discussed, I'm taking too long to tell the story. I thought Modern Warfare was a better game. doesn't matter. I uninstalled Modern Warfare because Cold War is quote unquote newer and there's still stuff being put out for it. That was my only reason that I kept it, <laughs> you know, and I, I just I just wanted to say that. So anyway, moving on. I'm not bitter. You're bitter. Say the list. I don't even ha- I haven't had it installed for several months. So anyway, weird, man. number one was Cold War. And some there's some other information on here. Last month, it was number two. So it actually jumped a spot. Um, what? Okay. With two Sorry. new releases, Monster Hunter Rise is two. Um, streamers are playing that to to like crazy. And Monster Hunter always gets really popular on release. And then Outriders is number three. It probably would have been higher if the issues didn't exist. Um, and then number four, which was number one last month because of a, a new expansion, was Super Mario 3D World. Number let me, four. Let me... <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Because they released like a Bowser's Fury mini expansion. All right, all right. Let me hop in. So, wait. So say it again. That was that was number what now? The Mario game. Yeah, number four in March. But you said it was it was number one last month. 
Okay. So with all due respect, why do you think that that was number one last month? Is it because it's a stellar game that has the the big following, you know, hashtag Mario? Or is it because uh, not a lot of newer stuff has been coming out? Well, I'll tell you what it was competing with in the top 10. Okay. And we'll, um, number five was Miles Morales Spider-Man. Great game. I played and beat it. I can pat myself on the back for that one. Mario Kart 8. The game I that came it. out the game that came out 2-3 years ago on the Wii U was re-released on the Switch. It's still number 6. It's been in the top 10 for all it was even in the top 10 last month. It's been up there for a while. No new content. Assassin's Creed Valhalla is 7, was also 7 last month. I've heard it's meh. Yeah. Animal. That's what I think of every Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Assassin's Whoa. Creed. Animal Crossing <laughs> oh, is the next one ouch. on the list. I was reading it. So Animal Crossing: New Horizons is still selling well. Um, it's got it's got it's the crowd that plays like The Sims and they're yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has it has a cult following there. Super Mario 3D All Stars. Now there's a reason why it sold really well in March. That was the limited release where they were like re-releasing. Mario 64, Sunshine, and Galaxy in one package, but it was going to end on March 31st. So everybody just went out to make sure they got their copy before they stopped selling it. Because it was 16th last month, and it's 9th this month. That was the reason for the jump. It's simply too much Mario. And then Minecraft. Do people love their Mario? And then Minecraft, he says. Oh yeah, my Minecraft gosh. is number that 10. That was number... Uh, Minecraft is still selling. People are still buying Minecraft. And Fortnite would probably be on this list if it was a pay to play, but it is not. Hang but, on. Does it say does it say does it say or does it does it break it down into like what consoles like these are being bought for or whatever, or is it just like base numbers? Uh this is all. All retail and digital combined. Ah, uh, because I was gonna say I'm I'm curious if this information is even available. Where Minecraft is still being bought the most on. Oh like for for what platform? That's bizarre. The last time I heard about that was in a video I watched, and it was the two most popular places to purchase Minecraft were mobile and PC. Mobile um, makes sense. Um, but PC, but um, Xbox was also up there too for Minecraft. Sure. It's on but, Game Pass, I think. So, I mean, that's so they wouldn't count sales on that. But yeah, interestingly enough, you, you said uh, it's a lot of Mario. Uh, Nintendo is in four is is in four of the top ten for for as publisher, and Activision Blizzard is people who make Call of Duty. Activision and Blizzard are a combined company now. Capcom is the people who made Monster Hunter. Square right. Square Enix made Outriders, so they're up there. Sony is is Spider Man, and Ubisoft is Assassin's Creed. I hate that they ever get into a top ten because I hate Ubisoft. Ugh. <laughs> And then Minecraft is on everything. So, but Nintendo is in four of the top ten. Nintendo stuff sells. It just will. Right. There's a reason why older people call everything a Nintendo. It's because <laughs> oh, you got that new Nintendo. <laughs> it's a computer, pa. <laughs> <laughs> yes, literally. No respect. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so the 3D All Stars. We talked about it. It's it jumped spots because it was a limited run, so collectors mm. were buying the game last month, snatching it up. 3D World stream, and like half of these are because of streamers, but not the Cold War. 
that still bo- surprises me and bothers me. Were you going to say, yeah, I was going to say that bothers you. <laughs> it's just, why, does, why does it bother you not to go down the rabbit trail that is Call of Duty again? Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Oh and, my God. And Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the original, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, are virtually the same game. Same game modes, same controls. Re- re- hang on, repeat that. The original Modern Warfare, all the From way to two thousand whatever. Yes, in Cold War, the gameplay, the modes, the online—it's all the exact same it was back then. The time period of the game is different, and it's better graphically. But other than that, what else is "quote unquote" innovative or changed about the Call of Duty series at all? Huh. Hard to answer that question because no, I don't. No, I know my my. I don't disagree (laughs) with you. I guess my my follow up comment was going to be, well, isn't that the same with the majority of the other entries? But I guess there is a a bigger conversation to have there. But we don't need to have that now because, you know, I agree. I agree about Assassin's Creed. I feel like they're all the same. Um, they their worlds are way different, but right, the gameplay is the same. You go here, kill this person. And then you move on. Then a cutscene plays, and you move. You trailing missions. Apparently, there's a lot of those. Um, but no, I mean Mario Kart. You can make the argument there, but they always add new mechanics, and they always try to do something unique with it. But I mean, I guess you could say that with any series. But Call of Duty seems to have like the yearly release games. Mm-hmm. I'm just not a fan of that. Also, because that promotes crunch in the game studios, and workers are overworked and. It's always yucky stuff. So what you're saying is, is that you resent Ubisoft specifically. I just don't like any of their games, man. Allow me to. Oh, sorry. You're going to keep going on Call of Duty. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, the biggest, the biggest thing for Ubisoft for me is that if you play Ubisoft games on PC, you have to use their Uplay launcher and it is nasty. It doesn't run well. But that doesn't affect that, console gamers. <laughs> Would you like to talk more about Assassin's Creed? I'm good. Okay, moving on. Oh well, yeah. All right, all right. Hey, how about some? Uh, how about some some tasty uh, uh, some tasty Lord of the Rings news for you? You interested in that? Gollum? <laughs> nope, nope, not Gollum. Go ahead. I'm ready. I'm gonna I'm gonna slap you with this. Amazon's budget for season one of their Lord of the Rings show. I think it's to be to be titled is reportedly or confirmed i can't remember which word they use over 450 million interesting i actually half expected more but this is a tv show well correct but but to compare and and i believe this is accurate but if it's not you know that's fine uh the pilot reportedly uh for forgive me hbo uh and game of thrones the pilot reportedly cost hbo five to ten million to produce while the first season's budget was estimated at 50 to 60 million. So just to compare, Amazon's reportedly spending 450 million on season 1 of their to be titled Lord of the Rings series and Game of Thrones first uh, season 10 years ago by now. I think wasn't that this oh. week or this month, 10 years. Okay, so yeah, that is a lot more because even season 8 of Game of Thrones which had the highest budget, we won't have to talk about the quality of it, but oh. ni- 90 million. So yeah, this is this is a lot more. What this like five times more? So that's well, so so so. Let's unpack that. Where do you think that money is going? 
uh, I feel like Amazon just has the money to throw at the project. I imagine it would go to casting and special you, effects. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. I think that's fair. I think that's where my head was going. Um, well, casting it to my, to my knowledge, and I'm not sure if we've talked about this at all. They've, they've, uh, they've released some of the, the uh, names that they've casted for some of the roles. And I believe, believe, sorry. Wow. I believe that for the most part, it's, it's, you know, newcomers or not newcomers, I guess, newer actors, as opposed to like, um, I don't know, Brian Cranston playing an elf. But, uh, so I, I would assume that it's probably going to, you know, environments and, mm-hmm. you know, atmosphere and things like that, but I could be completely wrong. Maybe it's to supply a coffee on set. So, I mean, blank checks are great. Um, I hope that that means that it's going to be quality. It's going to be good, <laughs> yeah. But, man, does it make me nervous because Lord of the Rings is such a pristine quality series. And it's when, when it doesn't live up to the expectations, it leaves a bitter taste in your mouth, kind of like The Hobbit, right? We were all expecting Lord of the Rings, and we kind of got Lord of the Rings fanfic. It wasn't really the same quality, and you could tell the difference. Same director, same most a lot of the, the team was the same. It just didn't feel as good. A lot more CGI goblins. Yeah, and the CGI just wasn't as good. I feel like the the two thousand one or two or whatever they start. I think they started using it in Helm's in the Two Towers, the one with Helm's Deep. That was when they first started really using the CGI. That. It just, they knew how to make it fit, right? Like they'd zoom out and they'd blend it well with the environment. The goblins just looked fake in The Hobbit. It was truly breathtaking in a uh, discouraging way. And now it's a TV show and TV shows generally don't look as good as movies. Although Game of Thrones before the last season kind of changed that same with like walking dead in their first seasons where they were like very high quality. Um, every, it it felt like every episode was a mini movie. Mm -hmm. So hopefully it goes down that route, but also, um, but if it doesn't (laughs) with $450 million, if you can't make a movie, a TV show work with that amount of money, then why are you in the business? I guess that would be my opinion. Well, you know, you might point to a script and producers and say, hey, maybe that should be good. But anyway, there's your there's your weekly dose of Lord of the Rings news. I just thought I'd, I'd drop that on you. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to watch it. I mean, well, of course. I'm gonna watch I got Soul. Prime. You got Prime. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's Lord of the Rings. I'm going to consume it. So I told you this earlier when you were over at my place. Tell me again. I'm going to build a PC. You're a builder. So as someone who is a console gamer, what are your thoughts on PC building? Is Don't this is that the reason? Me. I'm not patronizing you. I'm actually curious. Is because you have to build a PC one of the reasons why you don't do it? Why you've stuck with consoles, or is it the price, or what? I don't. Well, I don't think you have to build a PC. I think that's a personal decision that one can make for themselves and have their own reasons for doing that. Would you agree? Well, you can get pre-built. Yeah. Okay. Um, to answer your question. Honestly, I think the main reason is because I like sitting on a couch in front of a TV. Mm-hmm. And in my head, if I have a if I had a, a PC, which I'm not against, by the way, uh, I I would prefer it. I know you could have it set up in different 
in different ways, but I would prefer it on a desk with, mm-hmm. with, with a chair and just the vibe and having a dedicated space for that is quite the task sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's my answer. No, I think that's, that's part of it. I think between that and the price, although when it comes to building PCs, I know there's a lot of people who are apprehensive because you have to know what you're doing, but there's YouTube videos. I definitely videos. don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> you can YouTube tutorial all of it. That's how I first learned was just following YouTube videos. They were doing it, so I learned how. What's but, the uh, what's the presumed timeline for this building process of yours? Well, it's actually up in the air. Everything else, as soon as I get the money together, I'm going to go ahead and buy. But given that the video cards are in a shortage for the mm. exact same reason that PS5s and Xboxes are in a shortage right now. They don't exist. We've already we've already covered this. Because of that, um, I mean, they just they aren't anywhere. Like my dad was building a computer for himself and because uh, he's setting up a Plex server. And when he went <laughs> to Micro Center, they, the whole aisle of video cards was just empty. He, he likened it to the toilet paper shortage at the beginning of COVID. I did hear him say that. And I thought that was a, what a, what a killer, what a killer statement that mm-hmm. was just thrown out into the room. And it is. I mean, so there's been some proposed solutions, but the big problem is computer chip shortage, which that's not going to be fixed until... I don't know. The people making them start making more. Whatever the problem is oh. on their end, why they're not making as much, that's the problem. They're all probably out looking for toilet paper. That's true. I mean, I imagine it's some type of material they need to make them is in shortage as well. It's usually something like that. But also, the same computer chips are used in cell phones and in high-end cars. And uh, so, I mean, everything needs them. And I think I think the cell phone market uh, gets the priority. I think they cell phones are bought more than anything else. Everyone think, has a cell phone. Uh, I think Tim Cook personally goes out and uh, loads up his sharp his shopping cart with this uh, this piece of equipment that you're looking for, you know, to make sure that his needs are taken care of and <laughs> everyone else can get the scraps. So I am gonna have to wait for that. But basically, and it's the same with PS5s. Whenever they do come in stock, you can get, as long as you get in queue fast enough on the store, Best Buy or wherever you're going to buy it, you can generally pick one up. But right. it, it's completely dependent on, you have to like follow the specific Twitter pages that alert you when it happens. And then Ugh. you have to immediately go on the website and queue up. And it, so it's possible. You just have to be patient. So I'll have to be doing that for a while. But I'll be working from home. So. I will have the time to, I, I'll just have Best Buy up on the other monitor, I guess. There you go. What a way to live your life. Just one, one hand on the, on the grind and one hand on the, uh, the, uh, other grind, the other grind. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. But yes, the building a PC, I like doing it. Um, I've wanted a PC this powerful for a long, long time. And I finally will have the means to do it. It was like all my, uh, struggling as a broke college student finally paid mm. off. Mm, mm. Having no money of... sucks. Well, yes. <laughs> I, when I mean no money, I mean zero dollars. <laughs> like ever. No money coming in. But it is what it is. You do what you have to do. And there's that. You could always sell your body to science. But anyway, <laughs> yes, PCs. PCs are wonderful. Maybe I'll get one one day. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll get a Nintendo Switch again. Maybe I won't. Maybe Take I'll finish that. a freaking video game. Maybe I won't. What are you going to say? 
don't, don't don't excite me by saying you're going to build a PC because I'll be all oh, involved in that I process. Didn't, I didn't say build. I said get. <laughs> there's, a, there's a prime difference. E- either way, I'll be excited to be a part of that process. All right. Well, I'll I'll I'll, I'll keep you on 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 uh, on deck. All right. Before we before we uh, we bring this in for landing here, I have I have two things. I'll only share one. I'll save the the other one for next week. I'll let you decide. Um, too little, too just little 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 uh, cud like things that we can use as cud to chew on for, for closing closing comments. Um, I'm gonna let you choose, but I don't want to give it away. So how am I gonna do this? Just tell me to pick a number. Do you, uh, well, God, okay, pick one or two. <laughs> two. Oh, good answer. All right. Um, so I'm not sure if uh, if you've heard of this um, in regards to Spider-Man No Way Home. That's the new the, movie, right? The the new the the third installment of the mm-hmm. Tom Holland. That was my British accent. Uh, Spider-Man films. That was MCU. supposed to be British. Just let it happen. <laughs> um, we've discussed a little bit about it in the past as far as, you know, rumors about Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield returning, Spider-Verse-ish things, and mm-hmm. maybe it's true, maybe it's not. Uh, but one thing that is uh, virtually confirmed, and I again, I can't remember if we mentioned, Alfred Molina uh, returning as Doc Ock from Spider-Man mm-hmm. 2, Tobey Maguire, uh, in some way. Um and so there's a little bit of there's a little article here that I, I took a little took a little screenshot from is from IGN. Uh they were interviewing him, I think, for for something else, but uh they they asked him about, you know, his his upcoming thing and the new Spider Man. So I'm just gonna just gonna read read it to you a little bit here. Um so yeah, uh Melina spoke uh, and I quote. I'm gonna read it quickly, so I'll just try to hold on, buckle up. Melina spoke with No Way Home director John Watts about how Octavius could return after seemingly dying in Spider-Man 2 and was told that, in this universe, no one really dies. The director also apparently told Melina early on that No Way Home will pick up where Octavius' story left off, from that moment in the river, presumably where Doc Ock sacrifices himself to submerge his energy machines. As for Melina's concern regarding his age, Watts told the actor to look at what Marvel did, did for Robert Downey Jr. and Samuel L. Jackson when they were de-aged in past Marvel movies, but Melina still had concerns. So I say all that to say, really interesting that uh, maybe in some way, shape, or form that they're going to, you know, cut to him drowning in a lake from 20 years ago whenever <laughs> Spider-Man 2 came out. I, I think that's super cool. So I just I thought that'd be uh, kind of neat. Another interesting implication of the comment that that director made where no one really dies in this universe. Could we see a uh, Tony Stark resurgence? I think he's pretty dead. <laughs> I, but apparently no one really dies. Well, you know, uh, that's fine. It's fine. Well, yeah. <laughs> Thoughts on Doc Ock returning? Could you care less? Are you excited? Yeah, I, I mean, I always liked the villain. It was, an, I think, my favorite uh, Doc Ock was actually the one in the uh, Into the Spider Verse animated movie. It's a pretty good one. That was the voice of uh, Catherine Hahn, who was uh, Agatha in Wandavision. Ooh, not that you care. I just thought I'd spit that at you too. I like random facts of knowledge. You like random facts and the, knowledge. I do, and I like them put together so that I can win trivia games that I never go to. I think we should wrap this up. <laughs> Of course you think you should wrap this up. Well, you just talking about trivia nights. You're losing your darn mind. All right. With Alfred Molina, this has been the Go To Mythos podcast. Unless you've got something to say. Should I close this? Do you have something else you want to add about your trivia nights that you never go to? Just to reiterate, the next week is going to be focused oh on Mass Effect. And that you should definitely watch and or listen. And then uh, you should also pre-order the game and play it. 
Bioware, oh, wow. hire me. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, again, yeah. Next week, all things Mass Effect. God help me. Uh, hey, we're on the Facebook. We're on the Twitter. Greater Mythos Podcast. If you want some little updates, and maybe I'll post a picture of my house plants every now and then. Um, what else? We have new episodes every week. That's the goal. That's what we strive for. We strive for good things. And with that, we're both Josh for some reason, and this is a podcast. Hello.